Hello everyone, welcome back to the Canny Life podcast. This is the podcast that will help you to start building a life of meaning and mindful wealth from the ground. My name is Flavia Vigerel and I'm your host. In today's episode, I'll be talking about future. How do you see your future? So let me start with a question today. What do you think your own personal and financial circumstances might be in five years? I certainly don't know what you thought about. I don't know whether you think you'll be a millionaire, if you thought you'll be doing something differently, or if you'll be doing the same. Or if you didn't even want to think because right now your life is so all over the place that you cannot see the light in the end of the tunnel. In either possibility, one thing is true. How you prepare today for the future will dictate how it will come. So let's speak about a few most common scenarios. First scenario, you are doing all right in terms of finances. You don't have any debts, not any savings, or you have very little savings. Your monthly income covers your monthly expenses most of the time. If you have debts, they are related to a mortgage and you keep on day with your monthly payments. In some months, you manage to have some spare cash. In some others, you might use the overdraft, but nothing that seems uncontrollable. In this scenario, you have the feeling that your life is quite stable. You might sometimes question yourself if this is all you could get. But at the same time, why should I change? You could be thinking so many people would be happy to have a life like mine. Second scenario, you are in a right mess in financial terms. You have debts over debts. You don't know how it will reach the end of another month. You are choosing which bill to pay so you don't have all your possibilities cut. Your overdraft limit is used every month and as soon as your wage comes in, it goes mostly to already committed bills. Yet, you cannot resist when a friend calls you out for only a couple of pints, dude. Life is too short to be bothering over it and you will find a way. Third scenario, you work really hard and you make some good money. At least you are above the average earnings on the country of £40,000 a year. You are in a job that you quite like. And it was left clear to you that you are amazing on what you do, but you will not be promoted because there isn't a space or a need for someone earning more in the department or company or whatever. You enjoy your weekends and holidays, but you don't have many long-term goals apart from paying your mortgage. You don't need to overcommit on paying it earlier as well, and you are happy with your 30-year deal and this was the way to fit in your budget. You constantly treat yourself to clothes, shoes, bags, meals, drinks, or whatever else because you work too hard so you deserve it. Fourth scenario. You just managed to get debt-free and you started to set up your emergency fund. You don't have a great credit score because of your mistakes in the past, but you managed to get a high-interest credit card that you use for monthly food shopping and other few expenses just to help with your credit score. After all the hassle for cleaning your debts, you just make sure you pay your credit card in full, even if you need to get occasionally on an interest-free overdraft. You read somewhere that if you only invest £20 on a nicer, you could have enough money for an enjoyable retirement because of the compound interest. So you set up an account for it and a standing order and it goes monthly without even noticing. Fifth scenario, you are well planned. You cleared out all your student loan and are saving for a deposit on a house. You have worked out that if you save 20% of your wage monthly, you will have enough money for a deposit in five years. Of course, you know that no pay, no gain. So it means that until you have the deposit for it, you won't be having trips anywhere and you might even be using some of your holiday time to make extra quids. 
You only meet your friends for picnics in the park and you always carry a drinks, a snack, etc. to all places, so you don't need to spend when going out. Now, out of these five scenarios I just spoke about, which one do you think have the higher chance of being doing well in five years? Let me give you a few seconds to think about the answer. Surprisingly, I will answer none of them will be doing great if they keep doing the same. All of them has a high chance of failing and at the same time, all of them has a high chance of succeeding. What do you mean? Some are a mess, some completely organized and you say them all will probably not be doing great? Let me review them one by one. First scenario, you are doing all right in terms of finances. You don't have any debts, nor any savings or you have very little savings. Your monthly incomes covers your monthly expenses most of the time. The stable feeling under this situation brings a huge risk because you have the feeling life doesn't change, but it does. And only one unexpected situation like an accident or the diagnosis of a disease and it would all be compromised. Second scenario, you are in a right mess in financial terms. This is a more obvious scenario for a disaster in the long term. If you see yourself like this, you should actually put your brain in place and set a war tactic to clear out the most expensive and snowballing debt. Work overtime, sell stuff, find a second job and do absolutely anything you can to get back some control of your life. You can ask your friends to help you and if they don't, well, maybe they're not really friends and they just call you because they know you'll be the only one that always says yes. Third scenario. You work really hard and you make some good money. So you should be safe from any financial trouble, correct? Not necessarily. This is another false stable scenario. You have enough income, but you don't have any perspective. This means you don't feel the need to save. You don't even have plans for longer than your next holidays. In emergencies, you just get it sorted in the quickest way, meaning you probably pay more for services and products, which in the long term could lead you to financial problems. The only way to have a different and prosperous life in five years is to think about what is important for you, what brings you happiness, what makes you feel valued, and set up plans to achieve it. In the long run, the lack of plans will bring frustration from not achieving anything, which can impact in the job, in your health, and in your finances. And by not having a path to follow, any path will do, and you might end up in a completely different place to what you want. Fourth scenario, you just managed to get debt-free and started to set up your emergency fund. At the first glance, this is the most positive scenario. However, because of the past debt, the person will always need to pay double attention to potential mistakes and to avoid going back to past habits. Also, it is a great start to have some money set aside with discipline. But more importantly than saving money is to understand why you're doing and what do you aim to achieve. Having a goal with shape and numbers helps keeping on track. Fifth scenario, you're well planned. Most people would say that this person will have the most prosperous life in five years. But what are the parameters for it to define prosperity? Success. This case shows another common trap, the trap of being stingy. It is great to have goals, but by being too focused, you stop living the present. You distance yourself from friends and family. And in the end, if the only goal didn't work out in the way it was planned, this could bring a load of frustration that could impact on the ability of planning any other future goal. This is an interesting exercise because it shows that whatever situation you are in, it will still not be ideal or the model to follow by others. 
For each stage we found ourselves in life, we need to evaluate what is working and what it could work better if we want to see progress. Also, we tend to attribute our future to our past, but they are not connected. Or better say, they're only connected by the behaviors we repeat over and over and over again. But in reality, we just need to change one little but relevant thing to absolutely transform our future. Trying everything at the same time will not bring you results in the long term, as with time, we will get tired of so much effort and perhaps so little results, and we will go back to our comfort zone. Now that I've gone through some scenarios, I want you to rethink your answer for my initial question. What do you think your own personal and financial circumstances might be in five years? Hopefully you now have the understanding of the need to assess your current situation, but also the need of planning what you want to achieve. What are your goals? When setting your major plan, be ambitious, but be realistic about the breakdown in smaller goals. You should also consider which baby step you could start today and the impact of this in, the f in five years. Don't be too obsessed by one major goal that will make you stop living your life in the present. As important as setting major goals to keep us moving are also the smaller goals, like having enough money to treat yourself sometimes, like going to a manicure once a month or whatever times you want, having enough money to go on a beach or mountain holiday once a year, buy a house in five years or pay off the mortgage in 15 years. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode and if you did, subscribe to our podcast for weekly lessons of personal finance strategy. Also, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, please contact us. I left the details in the description. This is the best way for us to know if the content we produce is bringing value to your life. See you in the next one. Bye.